Welcome to Elsie's yoga class. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Elsie's Yoga Class Podcast, episode number 98. How's that for the cutest intro you've ever heard in your whole entire life? (laughs) And Elsie's Yoga Class is brought to you by the Elsie's Yoga Class Podcast app for the iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Android for $3.99. You can get them at the App Store or Amazon.com. And if you get the app, you get all these extra little features in there, including a PDF of every single one of the class sequences. You've got some extra little bonus features here and there. And for this week's class, I'm going to be adding uh, an incredible interview with one of my um, favorite, favorite genius teachers named Kate Stillman, talking about doing... um, a seasonal detox, which is what I'm about to embark on here on April 20th, which is just going to blow your mind. Um, She talks about uh, the yogi detox. And if you're interested in doing it along with me, you can go to bit.ly, that's bit as in a little bit, bit.ly slash yogi detox. And you can check out what comes with the program and you can just join along with me. I love, love her and she is brilliant um this is the kind of program i've been looking for forever and it's the first time that i'm going to start to do a seasonal cleanse seasonal detox uh since 2006 holy cow it's been a while um so i think i'm ready and it's going to be taking my whole life and i'm going to level level it up because uh, there's so much good stuff coming off there's so much good stuff but anyway let's get back to the class the class is a level two class It is a power class. It is a passionate class. It is a class that will just make you sing from the inside out, ready to take on the world. Um, The theme of this um, week's class is is something that's very close to my heart. It's really all about getting your inner body to shine. And I know it's, it's very strange because talking about the inner body could very easily be very, like, woo-woo, very ungrounded, very sort of... uh, uh, not a tangible thing, so to speak, sort of detached from you, but but I guarantee doing this kind of work is life-saving. Doing this kind of work is like you wear an invisible shield. Mama? Yes, baby. Can I have a drink? Yes. And th- that'll really rock your world. You really, really need to do this. Um, it's a 20-minute class, 20 minutes, but I tell a very poignant story for the 10 minutes before. If you see the artwork for this class, you will see that uh, it's a pretty serious something or other that happened to me. So you'll have to check out the artwork at least to see what I'm talking about and then listen to me tell the story. Uh, Yeah, that's it. So hope you guys are ready to go along with it. If you have any feedback for me, please email me at eyogaclass at gmail.com. You can also call me at 310-651-6238 or you can leave a comment over at Elsie's Yoga Kula, K-U-L-A slash 98, which is where the blog post that corresponds with this class will be. So you're more than welcome to do that. And I'll implore you at this moment 
for you to sign up for my newsletter because I've been sharing some pretty intimate, uh, completely transparent, life-changing process <laughs> that I've been going through because I'm creating a paradigm-shifting program that, and I can't really even say that it's a program, to be honest. Um, and I'd love for you guys to be a part of the creation of it because part of this process is that I want this to serve you as much as it serves me. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to my newsletter, which you can see either through a link. If you own my podcast app, you'll be able to find the podcast. Uh, you could be able to click through straight from there, or you can go to bit.ly slash E-Y-K newsletter. Bit.ly slash E-Y-K newsletter. And you can sign up. Uh, okay. I look forward to hearing from you and I hope you guys enjoy the class. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome. Ah. So are you ready? Please go ahead and take a nice seat for me, right at the top of your mat. As comfortable as you can, hands to the thighs, sitting up tall, ready to listen. <laughs> I am going to tell you a little bit of a story at first. All right, so in the middle of March, on Ash Wednesday, to be exact. I was headed home after teaching my Wednesday evening yoga class. It literally is a five minute walk from the bus stop home. A block away from my house. A man came up behind me and held me up at gunpoint and proceeded to want to steal my iPhone. My beloved iPhone. Yeah. So, thankfully, obviously, uh, nothing happened that was horrible and, you know, tragic. But this experience fueled and taught me or how would I say it? It allowed the work that I've been doing to fully embed itself in the realities of our world. So I will kind of move back away from the situation as a, as a pretty powerfully scary thing because I'm sure as you're hearing this, you go, oh my God, that's... that's that's, that's awful, right? Because it is. I mean, if somebody's holding a gun, it's, it's amazing the power of a gun um, pointed at you. can, can be. Uh, the, the dance between life and death was close. And it was, at the moment, I think upon looking back, it, it was something that was incredibly scary for me. Or, an, an, or should I, I should rephrase that. An incredibly scary situation. 
That said, nothing about what happened brought fear inside of my body. I happened to have had a power and something that I have now come to love and adore, which is moxie. <laughs> um, I was told that I had a lot of moxie after telling this story and I didn't know what moxie was and now I'm obsessed with moxie. I want moxie, everybody should have moxie. So uh, what happened is I was walking down the street and this guy was talking to me and I, my immediate thought was, he wants to hit on me, random guy on the street when it's freezing cold and there's snow and I'm covered up from head to toe. You're trying to hit on me right now, seriously, dude. So I turned around and I didn't know what he said. And to, to more, I generally ignore all this stuff. So I looked at him and I sort of turned around and I kept walking. I just kept walking in my own self. And then he once again said something and I turned around and that's when I realized that he was holding a gun and he said, give me your iPhone. And I looked at him in the eye and I turned around and I walked away. And he said it again to me, give me your iPhone. And I looked at him in the eye and he saw that in my face I was not going to be giving my iPhone away. And he tried to reach for my um, earbuds because they were in my ear and he pulled the earbuds uh, string that was hanging. I assumed that it was to kind of pull my iPhone out of my pocket, which is where it was. And as he did that, something kind of flew out because I felt the earbuds kind of move away from the iPhone, right? But they stayed in my ears and the guy turned around and walked away and I looked at him and I turned around and I walked away. And in the middle of me walking away, I was like, well, that was weird. This is really what was going on in my head. Well, that was weird. And then I, as I was walking away, I thought, oh my God, I need to run home. I can't, I can't walk home. I need to run home. So I um, ran home and literally this all happened within a block away from my house. And if anybody would have looked outside of my window, they would have seen this happen. So this was literally up the block. From my house. So I'm telling you this story because it's something that my wonderful baby daddy teaches me daily because he's such a wonderful man and he has been driving this into me that I no longer have the space or the luxury of not being aware of where I am at every moment and also to sustain that inner brightness and inner body with this deep entrenched strength that really expands and brightens from the inside out that keeps things like the situation out. Now, the reason that I'm saying that this happened so, I mean, in, in telling the story, there were many, many things that perhaps I should not have done. There were many things that, um, you know, may have not been the best choice for me upon looking back. But I have to say that when I looked at this man in the eye and I had my moxie on, he was shaken. He was scared. And he didn't quite know how to deal with that kind of clear 
energy coming at him. The kind of energy that doesn't waver, the kind of energy that cuts right through you, the kind of energy that is bright, clear, and good, and that lands on you. So it was because of that moxie that I was able to sort of shift and transform that experience to really be about the communication, to be about the relationship. And there was an element of me thinking, man, this guy doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just, I don't even know why he's doing what he's doing, but he has no right to violate me in this way. And he didn't, although he reached for the cord he didn't get anything. Nothing came out of my pocket. The iPhone actually stayed in my pocket. So he went through that entire thing and he walked away with it without anything. So I'm telling you this story primarily because of the importance of what we need to build in the inside of ourselves, the inner body bright, that brightness that we need to attune to, that inner moxie, which I now kind of move into what itcha is, the itcha, that desire to stay alive, the pure essence of, of desire, of, of, of the sheer will to exist in its most auspicious expression and with a vibrancy that seeps through and keeps you with this incredible invisible shield that not only expands and attracts the wonderful goodness and light that is human life at its essence, but also repels that which does not resonate. It also repels that which is not good, that which is perhaps evil, and evil as I describe this is as a, a level of misalignment, a lack of respect for life itself, and um, an inability to honor the good, the sacred. So we're going to work on a little bit of moxie in a quick practice today. So I do want you here to go ahead and take your downward facing dog, please. And when you move into your downward facing dog, I want you to close your eyes fully and deeply, and be in your body, and to find as much space as you can, to wiggle and move as necessary, especially as if this is your first pose, to perhaps even play with down dog moving back into child's pose a few times on your own, to revel in your embodiment. And through your movement, now begin to cultivate a sense of steadfastness. And I want you to find that moment of stillness in your downward facing dog and embed yourself into this as necessity. I meditate often on the nitya karmas, 
The nitya karmas are the necessities of life. There are like the breathing, the eating, the obligations that we have of simply being alive, the things that have been set there as the everyday opportunity. So sometimes that, that could be like taxes, uh, stopping at red lights, uh, making sure that things kind of, you know, if you don't do certain things that they uh, don't become chaotic. So I want you to step into this stillness, absolute stillness. Press the inner hands down, inner feet down. Spread the toes as that obligation from a deep sense of truth. So that you can begin to find the fire of the inner body as bright, as full, attuning to your virtues, your inner virtues. Step your feet together, please. Spread your toes. With an inhale, lift the right leg up and away from the earth. And I want you to open your hips. So turn your belly over towards that right side. Open up and find space. As you exhale, bring that foot down. Let's do the left leg. Left leg rises up. Spread the toes on that left leg and open up that hip. So with the remnants of that steadiness that you created, now you're opening up. And then exhale, bring that foot back down to the earth. Spread the toes, stretch back. Inhale, come into plank pose, top of a push-up. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, come up into plank, downward facing dog. We're going to do that two more times. Inhale, come into plank pose. Exhale, an offering of the heart into chaturanga. Inhale, come all the way back up to plank. Exhale, downward facing dog. Please do use your breath. Inhale, come into plank. Exhale, chaturanga dandasana. Exhale, downward facing dog. Press back and breathe. In order to find that inner brightness at all moments, we, it is a, a quality of, of discipline that we need to find to listen with our entire being. Step your right foot forward to the top of the mat, please, for a lunge. So no matter what your body is doing at any given moment in this practice today, I want you to feel like you are seeing, sensing from every direction. Press the left thigh up away from the earth and go ahead and bend deeper into that right leg. Breathe, stretch and open. With your next inhale, I just want you to reach forward so that your arms are alongside your ears reaching towards the front part of the mat. Your torso is parallel to your right thigh the back leg is really strong. So I, we're cultivating, cultivating the seeds of moxie. So with every inhale, you fire up, you pull up. With every exhale, you shine. You shine, but you shine from a place of recognizing your worth, of recognizing the brightness. And now into there, you're going to scoop your tailbone and lift your chest up into a full crescent pose as you lift up. Fingertips up towards the ceiling. Curl up, open up, chest up. Exhale, hands down towards the floor, please. Downward facing dog. And let's go ahead and switch it. Left foot comes forward. And as you bring that left foot forward, I just want you to, to really embody this wonderful straight-legged lunge position. Your feet are embedded down. Your back leg is lifted. It's so strong. Stretch the arms forward towards the front a lot. Again, with every inhalation, you truly step into yourself. You choose you. You are worthy. Worthy? 
you are worthy. You pull in, you stabilize, and with every exhale, then you can offer that out like a superhero. You offer that out because there's so much light that you have to offer. Now scoop your tailbone down, take your arms way up towards the sky, spread the fingertips, feel the back of your waistline and extend and lengthen. As you exhale, take the hands back down towards the earth, please, and step back to plank pose, top of a push-up. Exhale, slowly come down into your Chaturanga Dandasana. With your next inhale, come into your upward facing dog or cobra pose, depending on your body at this moment. And I want you to hang into this wonderful back bend to find the liquidity within it, to find how you can root down through the tops of the feet and then let your spine luxuriously expand forward, emanate light as you take your shoulders back and you soften your jaw as the sides of the neck move back in luxury and openness, knowing full well that you've got a lot of moxie. Downward facing dog, please. Come back to your breath. Let's go ahead and step your right foot forward to the top of the mat, and you're gonna come up into a warrior two position. So. Your right leg is going to bend at a 90 degree angle. Your back foot is going to be on a little bit of an angle there. You're going to turn the left foot out a, a smidgen so that the pinky sides of the foot are parallel to the back of your mat. Arms can go out to the sides or you can spend some time with the hands to the hips to just let your foundation become steady. No matter how many times you have done this pose, I implore to you that a warrior one that moves in the world with the fullness of that inner light, of the itcha, you always look back and you always can do better. You can always deepen, you can always full, bring that fullness deeper. So make sure that the right thigh is bent at a 90 degree angle. Extend out through the fingertips and now interlace the hands behind your back and as you exhale, bow forward, please, into what is often called a humble warrior. So from the feet, squeeze the legs towards each other and widen the right knee towards the right more. Extend, open, find that openness in that right hip. And as you exhale, the heart gets softer. And in that softening, you strengthen. Scoop the tailbone down, inhale, come all the way back up, arms out to the sides, full downward, I'm sorry, full Virabhadrasana number two, please, warrior two position. Exhale, hands down towards the floor, step back, plant position. Exhale, Chaturanga Dandasana. Inhale, Cobra or Upward Facing Dog, opening up that chest. Exhale, Downward Facing Dog, please. Left leg forward, Virabhadrasana number two. Arms out to the sides, and again, paying attention to that foundation. Trust yourself. Challenge yourself to feel back, front, sides to sides. Challenge yourself to find the lightness, the light, and the virtue of your strengths. Interlace the hands behind your back, lift up through your chest, exhale, bow forward towards the front humbly. Even in humility, you stay strong with those legs. You never lose sight of who you are, even as you bow forward 
because you do it from the heart in recognition of your strength. So you fire up the moxie through that. Scoop the tailbone, inhale, come up. Release the arms out to the sides. Exhale, hands down to the floor, please. Plank position, top of a push-up. Fill the inner body. So shine up, become light, bubbling with luminosity up towards the ceiling, expansive and full, even in this challenging position. Slowly come down, Chaturanga Dandasana, and stay in Chaturanga. One, two, breathe, three, breathe, four, breathe, five. Hold and slowly come down onto the belly, please, softly. Let the shoulders move back and rise into a vibrant backbend. Find the softness as the curl of the shoulder blades move into the heart. Expand and spread. Downward facing dog, please. Spread the toes and reach back. Extend. Find space. Step your right foot forward for Ekapada Raja Kapotasana prep, pigeon prep. Right foot forward, walk the right foot over towards the left, come to the outside of your shin, please. And you may come down onto your forearms. Wherever you get to a place where it's too tight, how is that an invitation to align again with that itcha, with that desire? Not as a pushing, but as a softening. To shine with luminosity out. To find the buoyancy through the rooting. Draw the right hip back in space more and even twist slightly your belly button to the right. To the left. To the right and to the left. Downward facing dog. Left leg forward, please. Same pose, Ekapada Raja Kapotasana. Prep. Pigeon. And come down onto the forearms and just get into those hips. Nice fullness, nice softness. Release. Quiet. Notice if you want to resist, let go. And by letting go, it doesn't mean for you to just get blah and you just let gravity take you, but there's a, a buoyancy. Downward facing dog, please press back. Inhale, come into plank. Exhale, Chaturanga Dandasana. Interlace the hands behind your back. Let your shoulders move back. Root down through the feet and curl up through your chest. Hold yourself up from that inner fire. This is perhaps one of those poses that I think 
you can start to really learn to hold strength inside of you, jaw soft, to hold that moxie. As you root down through the tops of the feet, you scoop the tailbone down and you lift up through your chest, shoulders back, sides of the neck back. Exhale, slowly release, please. And from here, I want you to move into a really nice, soft child's pose. Come back to the breath. I deliberately wanted to make this class short so you can attune to that desire of itcha. So from now, I want you to just come into a nice seat. We just heated up the body. We just fired it up with fuel with prana through these poses. Take the hands right to the thighs and lengthen up through the top of the head. Let your shoulders move back. Inner body is not something you push through. Recognizing that inner body comes from you stepping deep We have a responsibility to cast light, to, be able to fuel and to build our own inner strength and energy so that we can keep evil at bay, so that we may move through and sustain and ascend with the goodness and light so that we may listen to those that love us, that recognize the worth inside of us when we don't. May we choose to responsibly know that we are sacred and we are strong and we have moxie. Let it pulse inside your inner body and let that create this incredible bubble around you that is of light and attracts the good and repels that which doesn't serve you and keeps us safe. And to honor my teacher, Douglas Brooks, the sublime experience of being alive comes by the ways that you choose to step into all different aspects of being alive. Bring your hands together at the center of your heart, please. Take a nice inhale, shoulders back. Exhale, recognize your moxie as you bow.
Namaste.